Okay, so um, hopefully you were able to listen to the other episode, um, which was titled 10 Key Things um, We Misunderstand About Emotion. So this one is going to be goals to set that are more about enjoying what you have than chasing what you don't. So um, I I thought this one was going to be good because... Um, I don't know. It's just like a one of those things where I feel like it talks about it's giving you ideas on goals, but it's also putting you into a perspective of looking at where you are now rather than, excuse me, looking at where you are now. Like I talk about enjoying where you are to get to where you, before you, while you wait to get to where you need to be, like being in the dressing room and taking the time to look around at where God has you and try to understand why you are still where you are um, and, and why, you know, what you need to be doing in the present. So it says, milestones are markers that you're evolving. They do not create emotional fulfillment in the way we think they will. This confusion is why with the dawn of each new year, Our resolutions are to change our lives rather than to change ourselves. But what if we made made goals that were more about loving what we have rather than chasing what we don't? What if we realize that it's what we were seeking in the first place? It's something to consider, if not even just try a little. Here are a few ideas to get you started. Number one, pick up where you left off. Finish the half-read books on your shelf. Eat what's in the cupboard. Wear what you own in ways you never thought of before. Apologize and mean it. Call old friends. Revisit old projects. Try other routes. Again, these are goals to set that are more about enjoying what you have than chasing what you don't. Number two, seek out ways to appreciate the way people are, not the way you want them to be. It is not your job to judge who is deserving of your love and kindness. It is not your job to fix anybody. It is only your job to love them in whatever way is appropriate. You are not anybody else's God. Mm. That's a good one. It's really like you got to love people the way you love. And you can love in a way that they like in their love language, but um, you don't get to judge them. If someone is the way they are, then you have to accept that. And you accepting it doesn't mean staying um, in union with them or communication with them. It's more about being like, oh, okay, that's who you are. And it might not resonate with who I am or it doesn't work with me. And so I have to let you be and I be. Um, but you're not trying to change somebody or fix anybody because nobody necessarily needs fixing. It's more about finding the... I think it's about finding the puzzle piece that matches with you. Um, number three, make time for the friends you, you have more than you seek out the ones you don't. Stop counting how many people are in your life as though hitting a certain tally will make you feel loved. Start appreciating how rare and beautiful it is to even have just one close friend in life. Not everybody is so lucky. Number four, each day... Write down one thing about your body. Wait, what? Wait, sorry. Each day, write down one thing your body allowed you to do. 
whether it was watching your favorite show or listening to the sounds on the street on the way to work or being able to see a computer screen or hug someone you love focus on what your body does more than what it is than what it looks like doing it so yeah I mean I feel like I've done that I do that often every once in a while I just think about like how you know how lucky I am to be able to see and hear um and move and speak and think on my own I go to I can go to the bathroom by myself I can walk if I want to I can I know how to drive I know how to ride a bike I think I know how to like <laughs> do I can pretty much I'm mobile on my own I don't have to depend on someone else to do everyday activities whereas there are people who are unfortunate that who have to live their life like that you know um if you're paralyzed or you're immobile then you are in a, in a sense depending on other people to help you do certain tasks everyday tasks if you're blind then you are probably reliable somewhat on other people if you are deaf then you are reliable on certain people or things to help you um be able to survive if you um are um not able to speak then you are relying on other things to help you communicate so it's just little different things like that simple things that I'm lucky that my body is allowed to do those things on um on our own really and um just being able to enjoy what that means um like you see even things like I don't know I just thought about that but like it's like you know that show 600 pound life or something like that or whatever it's called but the people are very big and um they're not able to like do like go to the bathroom or move out of their bed and stuff like that so it's like certain things like that too like I don't have I don't have to worry about that like I can I can move freely in life and so um that's something to be appreciative of and I really thank my body for allowing that to happen Number five, learn to love things that don't cost much. Learn to love simple food and cooking it. Being outside, the company of a friend, going for walks, watching the sunrise, a full night's sleep, a good day's work. So just learning to enjoy the free things in life. The best things in life are free. Um, but, you know, there's obviously a balance. Certain things that just have to be paid for and they're luxury quality things. Um, but... Also, just learn to love things that don't cost as much and make it work for you. Uh, number six, start a journal of days where you write down a sentence or two to sum up each day of your year. The reason keeping up with a journal is only sustainable for a week or so is that nobody has the time or energy to thoughtfully or extensively detail their everyday lives. Yet we miss out on the incredible opportunity to see how far we've come and what our lives are ultimately comprised of when we fail to. So make it easy for yourself. Just write down one sentence that sums up the day before bed. In a year, you'll be grateful you did. That's kind of cool. It's actually a way to write, kind of write, maybe write a book too, <laughs> in a sense, right? Or at least allow you to, at the end of the year, un- be able to look back and see it, how your year was. Because as much as we have memory and stuff like that, you can't remember everything from the whole year. I can't even remember everything from the week, let alone the month, let alone the year. So... Um, that is a good way to, to keep a journal of, of your days. Number seven, find meaning and joy in the work you do, not the work you wish you did. Finding fulfillment in work is never about pursuing your idea of what your purpose is. 
It is always about infusing purpose into whatever it is you already do. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, maybe it's not about always finding your purpose, but making your purpose part of where you are to get before while you wait while you try to get to where you feel like you need to be. Number eight, start your own holiday traditions. Make the most special days of the year. Reflect who you are and what you love and how you want to celebrate your life. Uh, I definitely agree with that. Starting your own holiday traditions. It's good to pass down certain traditions, but if it doesn't work for you, then you can start your own. Um, number nine, do a spend spend cleanse where you only use what you have for a period of time. At once, teach yourself the art of denying immediate gratification for the sake of something more important and show yourself that you are already everything you need or at least more than you think you do, even when it doesn't feel like it. So spending um, within your means, um, taking time to like kind of step back on spending and appreciate what you have and you already have what you need. Um, I like that. Number 10, give everything you own a home. It is essentially the key to feeling at peace in your space. Go through your belongings and only keep what's purposeful or beautiful to you. And then assign each of these things a home or a space to return to each night. It makes maintaining flow in your space effortless and calming. It's a good way to keep your house clean. Everything has a home. Um, But I feel like that can be... You have to be careful with that. I feel like you can be kind of like nitpicky it can become kind of nitpicky and like I think also like you have to just kind of do what works for you like a lot of the times I go with the flow when it comes to that like I'll go into times where I'm like all right I gotta clean up and I clean up my my house but other times I'm just like oh I'm not really saying I'm making a mess but I don't I don't feel like I have to put things back where they quote-unquote belong I think my my things belong wherever in my house because my things are a part of me and my home is their home so you know sometimes I'll put my laptop on the floor sometimes I put it um well I always put it on the floor but (laughs) no actually no sometimes I'll put it on the desk (laughs) um so yeah like my house is the laptop belongs here just as much as I do so you know this is an example you know but certain things I do put back like I never put my purse on the floor. It's just it's superstition. You don't put your your wallet and stuff on the floor. I'm trying to go broke. And certain things I had to put back where I found them because then I won't remember where they are. Like my glasses, I find that I, are, I typically put them in random places. And then when I can't find my glasses, it's like a big thing. Um, but yeah, certain things, yeah, I kind of do what works for you. Number 11, learn to live within your means. No matter how much money you make, your percentage habits will remain the same. If you're in the habit of seeing all of the income you make as spending money, as opposed to investing money, saving money, etc., you will always revert to that habit. No matter how much you make, it is only by learning to live comfortably within your means, excuse me, that you're able to actually achieve your goals when you earn more. That's very true. Um... And it's something that I feel like I'm learning. God is teaching me too. Like, I've been manifesting a higher salary, but I also have to learn that a lot of times God will leave you in the, or keep you in the same bracket where you are for a while until you learn how to master 
that salary before giving you more so that you don't end up spending your money recklessly because the more money you make then you're like oh I can I could afford this but really you have to make sure that you have your ducks in a row first before you start splurging um and that's something that like our community definitely has to learn um that it's more important to invest and save than it is to spend because you're not getting you're, you're not giving yourself anything you're not getting your like profit from that but at the same time still living you know live within your means but also still take you know take care of yourself and take care of those around you but also treat yourself i'm very much an advocate of that treat yourself and make sure that you are living in a way that makes you happy so it's the balance number 12 call your mom not everybody has the privilege very true very very true um we as adults we get so caught up in our own lives and you know our parents they have their own lives too but it's important to understand that you only get one mom so make sure you call her and make time for her spend time with her um and try to include her in your life as much as possible but still being respectful of your own self and your own emotions so find that balance of what works for you but also making sure you try to include your family your your mom Number 13, aspire to be someone who gives things meaning, not who seeks things to give them meaning. Meaning, I mean, yeah, so rather than chasing success, chase kindness. Rather than believe wealth is the mark of a a life well lived, believe that intelligence is or kindness is or open mindedness is. So I think I feel like that to me is like don't always be in the in a search of taking rather than giving. Um, and looking for people or things to always bring you meaning versus like you can give it to them. Don't always be in a, a, a receiving state. You can also give. Don't be stingy <clears throat> and chase things in a stingy manner. Um, number 14, do the most important things immediately in the morning. Give your energy to what matters most when you have the most of it. It also helps you define what really matters to you. So that I feel like that's why they always say like work out in the morning because you can probably get your best workout in the morning. I can't do that, so I can't even front. But um, well, I can do that. I used to do that, but um, yeah, I feel like like I said, doing the most important things in the morning. So taking care of business in the morning, whether that be getting up, cleaning your house, or doing your laundry, stuff like that. Um, do it when you have the most energy. Number 15, shed what no longer serves you. Teach yourself to let go of the big things by learning to let go of the little ones. It is easier to bypass thoughts and emotions that are negative in nature when you're able to release belongings and objects with negative associations. So I know I've talked about that a lot and this podcast is... Meditate manifest invest in you join me on my spiritual journey as i elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally physically and spiritually thank you for listening this is black hippie lounge and i am your host chanel